This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in. Final segment of the Amon Green Show with the host Amon. As always, streaming in from Houston, I'm Harrison back at the Ticket Studios on 1040O Street. Uh, been a pretty good show so far. We're talking bowl games, talked a little bit of NBA hoops as well as the Detroit Pistons. They got another shot tomorrow versus the Boston Celtics. Uphill battle for them. And then they'll have one more game versus Toronto Raptors. If they don't beat the Celtics, they're really going to need that one to prevent having the record. Uh, then they can at least tie it and talk about a Utah Jazz team from not too far long ago as well. They can find themselves in the mix with. But you mentioned Bill Belichick before. And we were talking about Antonio Pierce yesterday. I think Pierce should be the guy for the Raiders, but I also think Bill Belichick should stay. How do you see those two coaching positions in the NFL going um, as we're getting towards the end of the stretch here? Do the Patriots keep Bill Belichick and do the Raiders decide Antonio Pierce is our guy going forward? Um, I hope common sense sets in with Antonio Pierce. That I'm right there with the you. Raider Mark uh, Mark um, Davis, mm-hmm. the owner CEO of the Raiders, continues to be the rebel because he's always been like his dad. He wants to go against the grain as everybody else does in the NFL. The Raiders always went the other way. NFL goes left, uh, Raiders go right. So you know, make a change. You know, do keep it where Antonio's still running the show, and you know, give him a contract that's worth his due. And I said for the Patriots, I don't know, because we're talking about are you going to be that administrator for the Patriots to say, hey, Bill, um, we're going to move on. (laughs) It's hard to be that guy. I mean, that's that's just that that old blood to be that person. If you're going to get put new blood in there, you got to be really careful what you're losing with that old blood in there, because there's things that he's done. Um, the consistency, I understand the offense. If you're a Patriots fan, it's probably been, I want to rip your hair out at times, but the defense yeah. has still had plenty of games where they've played well. And it just seems like a few bad years and to try to can him after that. I, I don't know if it, it almost feels Nebraska-esque or Chicago-esque where <laughs> you start going on these coaching runs and you fire a new you guy, a hire there. a new one you can end up in a dark place really fast, you know, because you <laughs> talked about at the beginning, the grass is always greener. Um, not always true. It, it can get worse. True. And I think for Patriots fans, I'd be really hesitant to call out Bill Belichick. You know, maybe if it's a couple more years like this, I can start taking the argument a little more seriously, but I'd be nowhere near there. I'm um, with Antonio Pierce. I, I got to keep him around now. Yeah. I'll ask you about one more coach. The Chicago Bears, Eberflus, I don't think he's keeping the job. But with the quarterback situation, that's kind of the interesting story there with Justin Fields. I'm always big on Justin Fields, but um, Eberflus came out and said there is no decided starter for next season. So they're keeping that door open. How do you see them? Do you think it's a situation where they're leveraging Fields for a possible trade to kind of double dip in the drafts this year? They got a lot of options on the table, but I feel like getting rid of Fields wouldn't be the right move. It'd be hard to find a guy who's he's progressing. I don't care what you say. His his throwing mechanics, you can argue, but I get nervous about getting rid of Justin Fields. I still have, like, I'm not even even close (laughs) to being a Bears fan. 
and this does not make any sense. And it's like, what are you even contemplating putting Justin Field, who is the quarterback of the future for your team, if you're developing him right? How you forget that his legs last season, not the this season, but 2022 season, gave you a thousand yards. Why you didn't build on pun of that going into this season to say, hey, we're gonna keep we're gonna build off that. We're gonna keep defenses honest to let them know that you we're gonna run and pass with you and then develop his pass game because we know the run game is there. We know his legs mm-hmm. can outrun most defenses. Yeah, I mean he's clocked so at the, top speeds all the time. Right. How they miss how if it was their quarterback coach, Everflu's the head coach, the OC, if the OC is the quarterback coach, all that, how you miss that half of a season where you did not develop a pass game that catered to Justin developing his talents and the throws that he liked to throw. Remember I talked to you the other day, we talked about this of asking players, what are your best mm-hmm. run plays, right? Asking Justin Fields, what's your favorite and the comfortable pass plays that you want to run that you want to throw have that list of plays, mix it up. That's your job as an offensive coordinator to then to put together a, a, a game plan that that caters to your quarter, the best player, one of the best players on your team. How you miss that from September and October, and then finally no, mid, mid-October to November, they can finally figure it out. And it was like, it shouldn't even took that long. You should have figured this out in the offseason where you didn't have the season that you have now. Even though they're still in the hunt, which is interesting at six and nine. Just barely. Yeah, the one one percent chance on uh, next gen stats. I got a one percent shot if all things fall right. But you wasted three, four games of pure development that you should have did in the offseason during spring, during training camp, where you already had the game plan. Because in my head, going into this season, I'm thinking Justin Field is about to put another thousand on the ground. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at a potential twenty five hundred in the air, maybe. Maybe that's good, but that was not even no nowhere near the case. So I could feel um, it'll be unfortunate because the game change of coaches coming in and out does not help the organization. But it'd be no surprise that Irfus was gone again mm-hmm. because it's like there's a miscommunication there. Well, you've seen like, it with Getsy. Miss- I don't know if you caught in the last game. Um, and you could tell me if this is common or not, or if I'm making too much What's out that? of this. But Justin no, I didn't, Fields, I didn't see the Bears game in my neighborhood. Either. There was a play call, and Justin Fields, you can see he's visibly frustrated. He's putting his arms up, kind of yelling back at Getsy, the OC. Um, was not a fan of the Getsy, play call. That's right. Play, yeah, it was yeah. at Green Bay. I know him. Mm-hmm. I know he's a he's a up. He's a developing play caller himself, and so he's not quite there. But yeah, to have that with your quarterback in week 15. Yeah. That is a problem, and that's a communication problem where they're not developing. And I told you this. A lot of coaches in the NFL do not want to develop players because they feel, okay, if that's a first-round pick, first-round talent, I should not have to coach them on things. It's like, no, you're thinking the wrong thing. Not saying that Getz, Getzy is thinking that way because he was in Green Bay. He developed some quarterbacks. He helped develop Aaron. He helped develop Jordan Love before he got out of there. So not saying him, but the – the the atmosphere is it floats in the atmosphere where coaches be like i don't have time for that i need to have a guy here Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have that guy here i say very fortunate for cleveland browns they were able to get joe flacco off the couch (laughs) (laughs) sure the jets wish like the jets said they didn't they didn't ever consider it but i'm sure they would have loved to uh have flacco on that squad as well that is a rarity so that Mm -hmm. is a phenomenon where you're going to see that and so but to have a generational changing athlete on your roster and you've been talking talking about 
shipping him off for the last two seasons, there's a problem there too with the GM, with the coaching staff. It's like, and you hear player players watch TV. Mm-hmm. Players get the news. They have cell phones. They hear this, and it's Chicago. It's a big city. I'm pretty sure he goes to the grocery store. He goes to a restaurant to eat, and you know he Bear fans. They're fickle, you know. They're kind of like Packer fans. If you're having a great time, they love you to death. But if you're having a bad season, they're, and they're, they're gonna they're gonna tell you like it is. You better hope for hopefully the waiter likes you when you go to the restaurant. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been to Chicago. I know this. I'm a Packer. I was in enemy territory plenty of times. So it's just it's just a it's just a disconnect where from the organization. And I've been telling this to Bears fans that I know that I grew up with. You know, that I know that I played against. That my wife, she's a Bears fan. I tell us like. I'm a Packer and I'm like, I feel sorry for the players there because it seemed like they are just not helping the players in the right situation to get there. This is a professional organization that has Super Bowls and are just totally missing the target on basic communication between players and coaches, coaches to coaches, players, uh, coaches to administrators, see, you know, GM owners all down to the water boy. you got to have clear communication in all areas. For an organization to run clean and concise and to where you don't have to have everybody happy but you got to have everybody have respect for one another that's one thing and it's not there it's 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 loosely yeah. talked about probably but yeah it is i'm, I'm with you there it's a, it's a it's a bad byproduct as we see in in, in chicago bear football i think step one is uh you get you get all those you get everyone on the offense justin fields and you sit down you watch some ravens tape and see how they make it work use lamar jackson's legs uh, take a few notes there. But nonetheless, we got to get out of here. Appreciate yes, Amon right. Green yeah, streaming in as always. Don't punt our up next yes, indeed. with a couple of guests as well. We'll be right back. Peace out, y'all.